right, so hi everyone. Welcome back to Truly Twinning. We're excited about this month's guest and episode. And so I'll kick it over to Kat to introduce her. Yeah, so we connected with Michelle through Julia Thalmas. You may remember her episode with us. She is an Olympic weightlifter and coach, but Michelle has a really cool new women's workspace in Brooklyn. She's doing all kinds of innovative things to bring together entrepreneurs and women all alike. So Michelle, I will pass it away to you. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm really glad to be able to join you both. This is very exciting. My first time on a podcast, even though I'm a huge <laughs> podcast listener. So, you know, it's fun to be on one. Um, yeah, so, I mean, New Woman Space is a... Um, an event space in Brooklyn um, that I actually took over right before the pandemic. So it, you know, was quite a change. Um, when I volunteered here, it was obviously very active and booming and a lot of events happening and all of that. And so naturally taking it over before the pandemic, you know, that was quite a drastic difference. Um, but it was, it was a nice learning curve. Um, and I was able to sort of have it be virtual and kind of, um, move it forward in that way. And now I'm very excited that things have started, you know, opening up somewhat and, uh, being able to have in-person events again has been a really nice change. And so there's a lot of creative ideas that I have percolating, of course, um, that I'm looking forward to being able to implement for our community and things like that. Awesome. That sounds really cool. And I know you were going to talk to us a little bit today about sort of combating or working against entrepreneur loneliness and kind of being a solopreneur and how to um, kind of find a community. So why don't you dive into that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, um, so it's it's just a very interesting thing to me how easy it is to feel lonely as a business owner. Um, and I don't think that that's something that's sort of often uh, talked about or um, something that I knew beforehand, you know. Um, it's, I think, because there's such a passion that uh, we entrepreneurs have about our business and what we're doing, it can become easy to focus on that. And then you sort of don't realize how different you are from the people that you uh, grew up with or your friends um, and things like that for the most part, you know, um, like for me, I am the uh, sort of the only business owner um, that I know in my friend group, my childhood friend group and things like that. So it sort of becomes, there becomes a need to now um, create new friends and, um, you know, develop new relationships because it is, it's just me by myself and there's no one that I can talk to and uh, connect with or ask questions of. And there is a very different mentality between being an entrepreneur and being somebody that works a nine to five. And, and so it's just so interesting when I began to do New Woman Space to kind of learn how much I needed to grow community, like how important that was um, because the kinds of conversations I was having or the kinds of uh, challenges that were coming my way were so different from the issues and challenges that my friends were having that are working a nine to five. So I just found that, you know, it's still something I'm learning how to do, um, how to build community. I actually recently, um, uh, how I know Julia is through a entrepreneurial 
class that I took for female entrepreneurs. And that was a wonderful experience because I got to meet uh, 25 um, female entrepreneurs that are, you know, doing the same things that I'm trying to do, build a business and that are also local. So that was really nice to be able to connect with people in that regard. And so that's still something that I'm, I'm still learning about, um, how to find places where I can make genuine connections with other business owners, uh, particularly female business owners, as I know we will have our own unique challenges. Um, and then even more specifically, um, uh, women of color as well, right? Because there will be even more unique challenges in that regard. So it's still something that I'm definitely sort of trying to learn how to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've been trying to discover more, more uh, classes to take, more um, been looking on Meetup as well, trying to find, you know, things on there that could help. So yeah, it's, it's a learning curve. So your event space, talk to us a little bit about how your how you're creating community for a solopreneur within your event space. I think that's really cool and could help a lot of people, especially post COVID. Because yeah. for me, like I started my entrepreneurial journey mid 2019, and then you know six to eight months later, COVID hit, and it was so yeah. quick and fast in Manhattan, especially where I live, that I totally felt you know literally on my own island and to your point none of my friends are trying to start companies do you know what I mean so to find that connection in someone to know what you're going through is so important and that's actually during 2020 was when I talked Sam into joining me which then removed somewhat of the loneliness aspect of it yeah yeah I mean yeah what I've been doing at New Women Space is um I have begun to have a like an every two weeks sort of mastermind group where it is for uh, female entrepreneurs as well as queer entrepreneurs to be able to come and just connect in a similar way that the entrepreneurial class that I took through Fast Track and met uh, everybody else. It's similar in that I am having people come um, be able to talk about issues that are popping up for them. It's a sort of open, loose kind of form. And you're able to just sort of either break off and chat with somebody that you can get some help on an issue specifically, talk to the group about an issue, or just sort of um, share your um, share your successes as well, you know? So it's just a, a way to feel like yeah, these are people that get me. Uh, I am not alone. I can talk to these uh, people about the things that I'm going through and they're able to understand and, and help, you know? So that's that's one thing that I've been doing. And I've been also sort of creating more, um, even more friendship events as well, where uh, at New Women's Space, where it's just meant to be um, like friendshipping events so that people, um, now this is both entrepreneurs and non-entrepreneurs, but just a way for people to just come together, especially like you said, post-pandemic, we're all you know, regaining our footing and, and figuring ourselves out. And so that's for all people, but it does help entrepreneurs as well to just be able to come and make friends, make new friends, make new connections that can um, bring new passion to people's lives, things like that, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. I think people need to get out of their bubbles. I have to remind myself of that post-COVID. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think the other thing I was going to add is I, I joined a female entrepreneur group through a business coach. So I worked with the business coach, but it was in a, like a 90 day program. And we actually had her, that business coach on our last episode of the podcast, Susan Hay, um, yeah. from Heart. but she, similar to what you're talking about from the groups you've joined, it was a huge help to me to have a group of people to go to. And some of them are not, you know, realtors or, um, travel business owners. They're doing totally different things than I'm doing and what I'm doing with Kat, but still super helpful. Cause in the end, they're still going through those same like internal battles of leaving a nine to five job and doing your own thing. And how do you create, you know, structure and you're a team of one instead of, yeah. being, you know, one of, of a team. Um, so it, it, I agree with you. I think that kind of community is super helpful. However, makes sense for each entrepreneur to, to find that. And I wanted to ask you sort of, of the research you've done, is there anything that really stood out to you as something that you felt like was more helpful than others? Or have there been a few things that have worked well or that you want to explore more? Yeah, I mean, I have found that, um, well, certainly the mastermind group that I have begun has been a huge help, I, I will say. Um, it is. It feels really uh, connective and it feels like it's, it's bringing a lot of value in terms of being consistent, a consistent place where you come and meet, um, and also a, a way to build long-term relationships as well, because it's, you know, getting, knowing these regulars. And then um, I have also found that just being honest about my need sometimes for support has been a help for me um, because a lot of times, like I said, before I began doing this, I really wasn't aware of like how lonely it can be. And so it did take me a while to, to make, uh, make a conscious effort to ask for support and ask for help a bit more and not just feel like I have to do everything on my own. Um, sometimes I will ask my uh, friends that are working nine to five, I will ask them about like an idea that I'm kicking around in my head, you know, what do you think of this, you know, and, and just trying to, to get that sort of support. Um, I do feel like I've also been trying to learn about how to build a team. So right now I'm actually working with um, coaches that are, uh, it's a like a duo that's helping me to figure out how can I build a team um, in order to start to feel a bit more of that support and help and um, to combat the loneliness of sort of being in my space by myself? Uh, mm -hmm. And so that's something that I have begun doing that's also been a help for me. Um, and But I think even in that, sometimes the reality is even within a team, nobody will love your business as much as you do, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you <laughs> will be here you know, much later or earlier, or, you know, you'll, you'll be more willing to sort of like give up time and sacrifice in order to make something work. And yeah, your team will be there to help, but you know, they, they will be more likely to be like, well, I'm busy on this weekend. I can't help or, you know, so that's also a reality too, you know, um, how to build a team that will really support you, you know? That's such a good point. And I think it was someone that's on Shark Tank, you know, one of like the big entrepreneurs. I was, flipping through TikTok like I usually do. And I was in the TikTok weeds, I'll call it. And someone said a quote that really resonated with me. And it was something along the lines of, when you're an owner, 
and your business starts to grow and you bring on people to support you, you have to always remind yourself that you've made the decision to be an owner and the people you're bringing on have not made the decision to be an owner. They're making the decision to have a job, to build a career, but to be an employee or whatever you want to say. And it's so important to take a step back for me, at least, and to remind myself of that because I'll care to a level to infinity and you can't dump that on someone else. But it's really hard to constantly remind yourself of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you very much are are wanting people to love your business the way you do and to, uh, you know, to dive in the way that you are diving in. And so, yeah, it, it is a challenge. It is that balance of, of sort of understanding and not being frustrated as well when somebody's yeah. like, yeah, I'm unable to, or, you know, they don't want to give up something in order to, to help more. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's acceptable. You know, you're right. Like they did not uh, decide to be an owner. And so, yeah, it is walking a fine line. And, and it's such a value when you do meet somebody who is um, really dedicated and willing to commit and things like that. And then you know that, okay, here's somebody who's going to um, at least give me a more effort than maybe many others and stuff. So that's always a blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. And I think even, you know, for Kat and I, like we're both realtors, but then we also own this business together. And as realtors, you're very much a solopreneur in a lot of ways. Like even if you work on a team, there's still certain things that are completely, you know, owned by you and you're responsible for. And, you know, it's hard when you need to leave town or you have other things going on and you need someone else cover doing showings or things for your clients, because I know Kat and I are kind of the same. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are like this and they don't, you know, they don't want to let go and they don't want someone else to be handling something on their behalf because they won't do it the same way. you would. And so finding that balance of like understanding that your clients also probably know that no one's going to handle it exactly how you would (laughs) is okay. And like to let go a little bit, um, is necessary because everyone needs that time, whether it's to get out of town to recharge or, you're double booked and you need someone else to help. Um, yeah. You have those people, those few people. <laughs> That's true. I actually never thought of that as well. The fact that like, yeah, the, the client um, that, you know, is being dealt with uh, is, you know, will hopefully also understands that, yeah, there, you know, um, somebody on the team will not do it in the same way that the owner will. And so it is okay to allow people to sort of, you know, to delegate and take on more responsibility without feeling like, oh no, you know, it may, um, I may lose business because they, you know, may feel like, oh, I'm not being treated as well as I would if I was dealing with Michelle directly or something. You know, there is that fear of letting go of control as well, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, there's always going to be people who, still care or wish it was always you and they don't want to work with you if it's not you but your business can't grow if it's always you in that way and I think finding the right balance and also people should respect and understand that you have other things to focus on or if it's vacation that you're taking vacation and you're not going to take their call about whatever it is um so I think that's important because a big thing I think that a lot of entrepreneurs go through is balance and finding the right mix of you know because a lot of people become entrepreneurs because they want flexibility but there's there's actually a lot of inflexibility if you don't know how to set up a schedule and create boundaries for yourself and I thought it would be 
easier actually not in a nine to five job because my previous career had a lot of, I found a lot of issues with boundaries and being firm on them because I was, I didn't want to disappoint other people or look bad to a manager or whatever. But now I think it's even harder because you're setting all of the deadlines for yourself. So you're only letting yourself down if you don't do it, which for me is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that something that um, is, is still kind of in the realm of, of working through the loneliness is, is that sense of figuring out balance in trying to make sure that you're not working so hard that you forget to also like take time to just like relax with friends, you know? And that's also something that is, uh, I'm, obviously it's always a work in progress, but yeah, it's, it's very easy to, um, you know, staff every event that happens at my space or uh, be very focused on creating new programming for my community and all of those kinds of things. And therefore I may forget to just like go for a hike with a friend or hang out at Governor's Island and, you know, just, you know, relax at Prospect Park or these kind of things as well are, are important. So it's not even that I'm spending time with other entrepreneurs, but at that point, it's just like taking time to just reconnect with others in my life and not be so zoomed in on business that I am alone because I'm just focused on this one thing and I have no hobbies, you know, so it's, it is important. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think, you know, your friends should be your biggest supporters and they should want to show up for events or things or help promote you. But there's also you know, balance and a fine line. Your friends don't want to be getting dinner with you once a week or when, however much you do it and have it be all about yeah. work. Like they're not there to talk about their jobs too most of the time. So um, I think it's important like to keep up with the other hobbies or things that you were doing prior. It's a good yeah. point. I, I feel like um, a lot of times we also offer classes at New Open Space. And um, what I have uh, what's been helping too is a lot of the classes that I choose to put on the schedule are things that I want to learn as well. And so mm -hmm. I can sort of get some hobbies. Like I've been wanting to learn knitting for a very long time and I got that on the schedule at Noman Space. And so we had like a beginner's knitting class and I was able to learn that. And it was really nice because it's a break from being on the computer all the time for work and all that kind of thing. And so I've been also trying to do that a bit more, like find things that I'm like, oh, this is a hobby that I've always wanted to learn about. And you know, have it here and be able to take the class and, and be able to sort of um, get myself uh, learning the things that I've always wanted to learn as well um, yeah. in a way that's like, yeah, oh, it's also at my space and things like that. So that's, that's mm -hmm. been nice as well. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I think that's fun trying new things and doing it with a community of people. Like some people won't go try something new unless they're with other people. So if you're creating that, you know, safe space yeah. that people already enjoy, they're more likely to try those new things. Yeah, yeah. What I have also, I love the classes because of the fact that you're obviously in a group with people that all want to learn the same thing. And so um, there's a lot of community that gets formed in that regard as well, because people are, you know, they end up connecting after class, um, going to when we had like a stand-up comedy class, you know, there was a lot of folks that would go to comedy shows together afterwards to like, you know, see people perform or go to each other's performances, um, practice together, do some writing things together, you know, so it is nice because you, you yeah. can see that community developing where people are able to uh, connect and not feel alone in their interests as well. Um, and so it does help to remind me also to, you know, take that time to do the same, 
you know? Yeah. Yep. I think that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And I think my last question at least will be, so what kinds of entrepreneurs or like small business owners have had events in your space? Are they doing events to educate your audience on like a service or a value or ways they can grow their business? Or is it really events of all kinds? Yeah, it's, it's events of all kinds, actually. Um, we will often have like um, artists that will do like uh, gallery showings of their work or uh, we might have some comedy shows that happen in the space um, and then it will also be some sound bath workshops or meditation classes and oh, cool. so it, it's quite a wide range so when somebody is like the comedy shows are just you know artists that are coming together and having you know wanting to perform but then when we're having let's say a meditation class or sound bath class or something like that it will be an entrepreneur that's their business and they are sort of looking to create an offering um, in the space uh, in order to have people come and enjoy their offering or you know come for their Reiki session. Um, so, so it's a mix of people that own their business and want to have an offering for the community as well as just people that are looking to just have a, a get together, have people come together. We have game nights where that's just, yeah, people wanting to come together and have fun with friends, you know, so it's, it's quite a mixture of things that happens. Yeah. That's so cool. I'll, Sam, we should do an event there for That would be so fun. <laughs> it yeah. would? Yeah. Yeah, I've been definitely, um, what is also very nice about the, the space for me regarding connecting with other people is the fact that I get to meet so many awesome folks that come to do events, you know, and that's also yeah. been really great too. Like I made um, a lot of new friendships from people that either wanted to do a workshop or hosted a class prior, and then I'm able to, you know, continue staying in touch, develop more of a relationship. And, and so that's also been a great way for me to make more connections and to build community for myself as well um, by just connecting with the people that are as passionate as I am about their own topic, you know? Yeah. Wow, I'm sold. I want yes. to do an event in your space. <laughs> uh, thank you for that explanation, though. I think it's so, <laughs> what you're doing is really cool, and I think it's really needed, um, yeah. for, especially in New York City, where yeah. we're all living in small apartments, so it's nice to have, like, an outlet, like, which is what you're creating. Yeah, and, and I think that, especially with the pandemic, many of these spaces, is community spaces, uh, you know, and event spaces for women and, and the queer community also, uh, POC folks, um, a lot of them went virtual um, because they weren't able to maintain their physical space or they didn't want to take the, the leap of creating a physical space when things were, you know, as crazy as they were, which is understandable. So yeah, it's nice to be able to have this sort of in-person outlet as well. You know, I when we were virtual, New Women's Space was virtual, as I mentioned, during the pandemic, of course. It was, um, it was great to be able to have people join from all over. We had a lot of people from the Midwest and Brazil and London. And like, that was nice to be able to sort of connect with people from all over and feel that larger community. But it's also really so valuable having these in-person things where people can sort of meet you know, directly, and, and there's a different energy within that. There's a, you know, sometimes there could be more of a connection as well. So I, I found it to be really great being able to be back in person. And that's been a help for me too, because I think that 
being virtual was a part of the loneliness as well. Like feeling yeah. like, you know, there was just nowhere to go, nothing to do, no one to connect with. So I, I do see also the value in being in person, you know? Agreed. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. And do you have anything else you want to share, Michelle, about any offerings or anything new that's coming up at New Women's Place before we let you go? Yeah, um, well, I mean, we have, uh, there's always um, new events that are upcoming. We actually will be doing something for Earth Day and Impact Garden. It will be like a, an anti-networking networking party. <laughs> and so it's for people to just sort of come together in a more genuine way. There will be a garden that will be in the space and people can sort of uh, learn about, uh, you know, gardening and sustainability and things like that while just sort of mingling and connecting. And that's very much for entrepreneurs. Um, that's something that's happening April 22nd. And we also have um, some things like the April 27th, we are having a, uh, a new class that's coming out. We have a financial planning made simple. And that's a class that I thought would be very important for people, uh, the instructor particularly wants to teach women and those in marginalized communities about how to plan um, their budget and get themselves a footing in how to create wealth for themselves. So that's something that's also upcoming and something that I'm excited about offering to the community too. Awesome. Those sound great. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really glad that I was able to chat with you both about this. It's sure. a really great topic and something that I, you know, find very important to be able to sort of talk about loneliness, combating it, joining, finding community and things like that. So. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Your business is so, is so interesting. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks, Michelle. Okay. Bye. Bye.